G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You might have been listening into the details as they unfold. It's always disturbing when there is a new and fresh terror attack. Uh, Of course, the details, as we know them so far, at least five people have been killed, 40 injured in the terror attack in the heart of London, when a man crashed into pedestrians on a bridge and then killed a police officer outside the parliament before being shot dead. And, of course, police are treating the deadly attack at Westminster as a terror attack. And with five dead, including the attacker and a London police officer, it is certainly making headline news around the world. Let's get an update on things that are shaping the nation and breaking news like that that's shaping the news around the world today. A special welcome to Ashley Saunders, the National Director of Family Voice Australia. Hello, Ashley. Welcome back to 2020. Uh, thank you, uh, Neil. Good morning. And I guess in Australia, it's a better morning than it is an evening in Britain. Uh, it certainly is, uh, because you might imagine that Brits uh, will be on edge knowing that this sort of thing has happened uh, as uh, as, the, as they, uh, in fact, they're probably all asleep right now. But as they wake up uh, for a new day, uh, things change when there are terror attacks. Uh, It does put a community, it does put a nation, in fact, it puts the whole world on edge. And I imagine that if you are the terrorist, that's what you wanted to do in the first place. What are your thoughts on on that sort of thing, Ashley? Uh, Yeah, that's certainly the agenda of the terrorist. It's to invoke terror. It's to invite a reaction of fear. Um, One of the commentators on one of the television stations this morning in Australia made the comment that uh, the one advantage that the terrorist Uh, in these sort of situations has over everybody else is that the terrorist knows I'm going to die today and uh, and that's a chilling thought and yet at the same time um, we need to make sure that we don't respond in fear that we don't give in to the terror uh, that we stand uh, courageously and and that we continue our lives in the way that we uh, we want to do that. Yes, and uh, as uh, our Prime Minister has uh, taken a strong stance this morning too in a speech that he made in response to the uh, terrorist attack and uh, uh, standing in rock-solid solidarity because uh, as he's talking about an attack on democracies, he's saying an attack on Western democracies all around the world when it happens in the precinct that this particular terror attack has done. And uh, I don't know whether you heard the uh, the Prime Minister's uh, speech as he addressed the press, but uh, I thought it was a, a fairly good, strong stance from an Australian leader. Uh, and we need that kind of response. Uh, what we need is leadership, and um, regardless of your political persuasion, I think uh, we can agree today that uh, our Prime Minister has given uh, our nation the kind of leadership that we need, and uh, we, uh, especially as followers of Jesus, we need to uh, uh, commit Uh, those in Britain um, to the Lord in prayer and we need to stand as one with them and we need to encourage uh, those in Britain and we need to be resilient here in Australia to make sure that we don't give in to the agenda of uh, intimidation and fear. 
There's lots of issues to tackle today and uh, we'll work our way through a few of those, Ashley. Uh, The Australian's reporting today uh, that Labor has a secret plan to extend the reach of litigation based on Section 18C, uh, the Racial Discrimination Act, to include people offended or insulted because of their sexual orientation or disabilities or age. Now, you've had a lot to do with uh, this uh, whole process of going through as to what the government's recommendation or the recommendations to the government would be on Section 18C. Uh, this is not something that's surprising to you that uh, one side of politics might be actually trying to uh, strengthen the 18C uh, instead of uh, changing that to uh, to allow more freedoms. Uh, no, it doesn't surprise me. And indeed, when I was giving evidence in Adelaide before the committee inquiring into uh, Section 18C, um, it was specifically put to me by a Labor member of that committee um, to seek my response on how I would um, like there to be an extension, for example, of Section 18C to protect um, uh, the the value of religion. And it was clear to me from the questions that were asked that there was an agenda to expand the reach rather than to minimise it. Uh, What I basically said in not so many words uh, was that uh, as a follower of Jesus, I wouldn't want Section 18C to be so extended. Uh, I believe that in order to protect freedom of speech, uh, we need to uh, radically change or rescind that section. But it clearly is the agenda of some to extend its reach. Uh, let's talk about another issue too because there are a lot of issues on the agenda. Yesterday uh, the Northern Territory abortion laws uh, were voted on and now they've come into line with uh, some of the very uh, lax laws that are in southern states. Uh, You've been following along that issue, Ashley. Uh, Yes, so yesterday um, uh, the Northern Territory Parliament um, uh, did what they called uh, abortion reform and they allowed... Uh, the drug RU486 uh, to be um, uh, available to uh, women in the Northern Territory. That's uh, a drug which uh, induces an abortion. Uh, it is, uh, and, and, and uh, it's not pleasant to talk about these things, but it's a drug that induces the death um, of a human life. And uh, for all the talk about safe abortion, we need to remember um, that a life is ended um, every time there's an abortion. And, um, and thankfully, there were some members of the Northern Territory Parliament who spoke against that. And in fact, one of them link, linked um, uh, the issue of abortion to domestic violence. And he asked, isn't that domestic violence against the unborn human? Why don't we make a fuss about that? And, um, and, and so uh, I'm, I'm really sad for um, the Northern Territory and I'm sad for the impact on the loss of human life. One of the things about that reform in the Northern Territory that probably won't get very much coverage in the press, is that medical practitioners who are conscientious objectors to abortion and therefore will not prescribe RU486 are required now in the Northern Territory to refer a woman to another doctor who will prescribe it. So not only... uh, It's not as though the doctor is in a position of saying, um, I I will not prescribe that drug full stop. Uh, That doctor is now in the position where he or she needs to say, I won't prescribe that drug, but I'm obliged by law to refer you to someone who will. Okay, it's uh, another way that we've seen uh, some deterioration in a moral standing uh, in another of our territories, uh, the Northern Territory, and that that, uh, uh, vote on uh, legalising medical termination of pregnancy uh, yesterday. Uh, There's lots of issues, Ashley. Big business. 
pressuring the Prime Minister over same-sex marriage this week. Uh, What are your thoughts about uh, leaders of some of the big companies that we'd all be aware of uh, getting together and signing a document, uh, putting pressure on on the Prime Minister to have a a vote in Parliament rather than a plebiscite? Uh, At one level, they're entitled to their view. At another level, you've got to question whether uh, it's appropriate and a good use of their shareholder funds um, to make statements on things or to take positions on matters that are outside their core business. But one of the consequences of that statement which, which, um, or that letter that was made public late last week uh, is that this week um, there's pressure on um, an executive with one of the companies um, on the basis that he also is a, a, a very public Christian and linked to a Christian organisation. And so um, just to follow this through at the expense of uh, trying to pull together a few threads so that there's some some LGBT activists who are who have taken that letter that was put out last week and turned what was a position of those CEOs and referred to that as a value of the company. And what they're saying is now you really shouldn't have in your employee someone who is associated with an organisation that doesn't espouse those values. So again, it's part of the language that they're changing. So instead of saying, you've taken a position, CEOs, they've interpreted that to be, that is now a value of the company. And because you have a prominent Christian who's involved in a prominent Christian organisation that doesn't support what they say is a value, you need to do something about that. And as part of the agenda of intimidation and bullying and silence, and, and let's not let's not uh, be afraid to call this for what it is, uh, it is very deliberately an agenda to silence debate. Those who call themselves tolerant are extremely intolerant of any position or of any person who holds a position contrary to the one that they espouse. Uh, it is the antithesis of democracy. They might be working in a different way uh, to the terrorists we spoke about before. They might have an ultimate agenda uh, that is different to the terrorists we spoke about before. But there is a similarity in the sense of uh, we don't like uh, what is happening and we're going to intimidate you into silence. How dare you have a position and how dare you have a prominent position as, a, uh, as an executive on a company and call yourself a Christian? And it goes to the whole issue, too, of where are Christians in the debate when we talk about all of the pressure that is being placed on the Prime Minister, on ministers in the government. And there certainly is, from the mainstream media side of things, a marginalisation of Christians. There are a lot lot of Christian commentary leaders who are exposed in the media as having their say on relevant points in this. You've got some thoughts on those sorts of issues too, Ashley. Yeah, we we as Christians need to be actively involved in the debate. We can't be silenced. We mustn't operate out of fear. I'm reminded um, that that the the Bible that I firmly believe is the the Holy Word of God, that it is God's Word to us today, um, clearly says that God is love and clearly says that the perfect love of Jesus cast out all fear. And uh, that is a source of encouragement to me. And uh, I would encourage your listeners to to stand up for Jesus, to not be um, afraid to say that these things are valuable to me and these things are valuable uh, to our society. We need to make sure that we are not silenced. You know, one one of the things that 
that we look at in history is the way in which people have been silenced and what that sometimes leads to. I'm reminded of the, the person who said that for evil to succeed, all that is needed is for good people to do nothing. We need to make sure that with gentleness and humility, but also with a degree of firmness in love, that we speak God's truth because our nation needs it right now. Well, Ashley Saunders, uh, always very good getting your insights into these issues that are shaping our nation, these issues that are shaping our day, so to speak. And uh, National Director of Family Voice Australia, Ashley, thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thank you. You're welcome, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.